Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio or on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome to The Inner Life, where over the next hour we'll seek to provide just a bit of guidance and help for your spiritual journey. My name is Patrick Conley, in again for Josh Raymond, and I'm very glad to be with you today as we celebrate the solemnity of the most sacred heart of Jesus. You know, the sacred heart of our Lord once poured out blood and water for the salvation of the world, and although that sacrifice was once and for all, I do believe his heart continues to yearn, yearns for our hearts to be united and unified with his. And the sacred heart has a way of captivating others. I was privileged to come into the church at the glorious Cathedral of St. Paul in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is filled with many beautiful statues. But I can tell you it was amazing to see how often people were drawn to the statue in the chapel in the northwest corner of the building, which was the statue of the Sacred Heart. People are drawn to the Sacred Heart. I've seen it happen. Perhaps you have too. Guiding us through this discussion on the Sacred Heart of Jesus, we have Father Tom Wilson, who is the pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, also a part of the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. Father Wilson, good to be with you. It's good to be with you too, Patrick. Uh, I guess birds of a feather, both from the Archdiocese. Uh, That's right. Uh, over the phone. It's, uh, but it's good to be back on the program, good to be back with our listeners as well. Always good to have you on, Father. Well, Father, uh, this this great solemnity that we're celebrating today, I thought maybe it would be best to start off with a few personal reflections. I'm just wondering, how has the Sacred Heart touched you in your life? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a great question, uh, Patrick. And I have to say, it goes back to uh, my early days as a priest, uh, over 25 years ago now. I mean, I obviously knew the, knew the Sacred Heart, knew the uh, some of the devotions, and and obviously the uh, the solemnity uh, uh, after Pentecost and, and and all of that. But as a young priest uh, at Epiphany Parish in Coon Rapids, which is in the northern suburbs here, the Twin Cities. Shortly after arriving, I was approached by uh, a number of men uh, in the in the men's group in the parish who had uh, been doing a little research and really, frankly, uh, uh, taking their fatherhood very, very seriously. And one of the things that they that they learned about was the ritual of enthronement to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and they really. Um, they really wanted to uh, to have their their homes and their families enthroned to the to the Sacred Heart, and part of that ritual is a uh, a series of prayers, uh, ideally done by a by clergy, a priest or a priest or a deacon, 
And so these guys, um, they literally, after I was done with masses on on Sunday afternoon, would would come and pick me up, and they would they would take me around to about four or five different uh, different households in which we would uh, do a series of of, of prayers. Uh, blessing the home and enthrone them into the Sacred Heart of Jesus, in which I, as the the priest, then witnessed the uh, the fathers and the, and the families uh, enthroning their homes to uh, the Sacred and Merciful Heart of, of Jesus. And it really uh, it really um, took me uh, that um, they were approaching they were approaching Jesus, uh, both seeking out His mercy, but also seeking out uh, protection uh, for their families and uh, for the graces to 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 be good spiritual leaders of of their homes. Uh, that that was really my first in-depth uh, devotional introduction to uh, the the Sacred Heart, and and I, I found it I found it very moving. It was a it was a really an inspiring thing for me to see. Uh, the 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 beauty of these of these men, uh, you know, taking spiritual leadership of of their home, and and doing it rooted in uh, the merciful and loving heart of of Jesus, which is you know what they're called to as as fathers in uh, in in their own homes, and frankly, what I am called to do as uh, father of my own uh, parish family and community. Of course, yeah. What a great, uh, a great story and a great way of setting up our discussion today. Let's invite our listeners into the conversation. Do you have a devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus? Have you enthroned the Sacred Heart in your home? And if so, what difference has it make made in your in your home, in your family, in your own life? Give us a call, 888-914-9149, again, 888-914-9149, or if you prefer, you can always send us an email. Our email address here at The Inner Life is innerlife at relevantradio.com. All right, so Father, you mentioned as part as you were talking about this, and, and a lot of the guys who were doing this were entering in, really seeking out the Lord's mercy. And just so we're clear here, let's start talking a little bit about the connection between mercy and and the Sacred Heart of Jesus, that there is an intimate, well, perhaps many intimate connections there, aren't there? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when we when we talk about the when we talk about the heart, uh, Patrick, we typically are talking about the the core of of somebody's being, and it's that heart that loves. It's also the heart that can uh, that that gets wounded, and uh, the, the, those wounds can uh, can last. And the whole you know the the image of the image of the sacred heart is it's really it's really two things it's the it's the penetrating heart of jesus reaching out to to us uh wanting to show the the depth of his love uh but it's also the image of of, of a heart that is um that that is pierced and and wounded and he gave himself completely and totally uh so that our sins could be forgiven so that we could um experience the 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 grace of of salvation and the the piercing of that heart the the, the wounds are are obviously called by our own sin caused by our sins but he still continues to reach that heart out um so that he can show us the uh, the depth of of his love and the great desire that he has to to show us his his mercy and i 
I'm a, I'm an amateur student of of, of history, Patrick, and and I think that uh, the way the Holy Spirit moves and the way the way God shows Himself to us um, is is critically important in terms of what else is going on in the world and in the culture at the time. And while the sacred devotion to the Sacred Heart is its beginnings are are, are in the in the Middle Ages, it really the the, the devotion began to to grow with the uh, revelation, the private revelation of of Jesus to uh, Saint Margaret Mary in France in the mid 1600s, and uh, it is no accident. It's no accident that as Jesus made that known to, to St. Margaret Mary and then made his desire to, to have it be uh, connected to a feast and, uh, and, and all those things that we um, take for granted routinely now, it was a time in which, in which there was a lot of comfort in the world in many ways. The, you know, the church was at a kind of an institutional high watermark in terms of you know building beautiful churches and uh, the high point of creating uh beautiful arts and 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 all those sorts of things which we uh which we love dearly uh but it was also at a it was also at a time in which um the world was getting caught up into worldly things and um we might have been able to to draw beautiful pictures of Jesus uh, in paintings and churches and all that sort of thing, but we were in in many ways we were kind of forgetting about what Jesus really did for us, and so in some ways it was a difficult time spiritually. And so Jesus reveals to us through his uh, revelation, Saint Margaret Mary, his desire for a wandering and sinful world to return to him and to his merciful heart. That even as we wander, that that heart is still extending out. Uh, to 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 gather us in and have us and have us return, and I can't help I can't help uh, but in in my own meditation and and prayers to see a connection between that time of the extension of Jesus' merciful heart and and the, and the devotion that goes with it and the times that we live in now that. Um, we live in we live in times of people uh easily wandering from god um setting aside the uh the things of god and but but the first reaction of jesus is to uh to make his heart his merciful heart uh known to us mm-hmm. well and the connection as you were pointing out so well there father between the mercy and the mercy of god the mercy of jesus himself and his sacred heart is uh, typified well in the imagery that we typically associate with the Sacred Heart and how the Sacred Heart is depicted in art and in various kinds. I'm actually right now looking at a crucifix, which was actually the gift of relevant radio, of all things, um, uh, that has the image of the Sacred Heart on it. And it's typically depicted as having the the crown of thorns woven around it, and uh, it's usually depicted as as on fire, too. What are some of these... How did some of these images help us to remember God's great mercy for us? You know, and I think um, I think Patrick, it's important for us to remember that the original devotion came through through uh, the meditation on the wounds of Jesus. That um, Jesus Jesus was wounded uh, for for our sins. And uh, and completely gave himself to us in in that in that merciful act, and it is our recognition of 
uh, of what he went through uh, for us that allows us to, to completely and totally uh, both receive his love and uh, appreciate where it where it comes from, and it, it comes from the that that, that interior uh, movement of of a heart that's wounded. It is a heart that's wounded, but it still it still loves us completely and uh, and and unconditionally, and and even in those wounds, uh, desires us to to come back. So the the meditation on on the wounds, the meditation on the passion, the meditation on the heart of Jesus. Um, allows us to to recognize at the same time our own sinfulness and our own part in that passion but it doesn't stop there because it has to, it it continues that within that is the is the heart reaching out to us so that we can uh we can be forgiven and and it, we can never forget that he wants us to be forgiven you know, and and you know, I think that at times, probably some of us, and maybe a lot of our listeners, and probably all of us at some point, um, can get discouraged by the reality of our own sins and wonder, boy, is this really for me? Well, yes, it is. Despite our despite our sinfulness, that heart continues to uh, to to reach out um, to us and and for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, just asking our listeners again, do you have a devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus? Do you have an image of the Sacred Heart? Or maybe you saw it in your parents' home growing up or in your grandparents' home growing up. Maybe you, at that point, were young in the faith and didn't know exactly what it meant, but you can recall seeing that image. What difference has it made in your life? Give us a call, 888-914-9149. Again, our number is 888-914-9149. 9149 as we're speaking with Father Tom Wilson about the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Uh, let's let's fit in a, another question here Father Wilson before we uh before we take our first break and I'm just curious too along the lines of uh the the Sacred Heart especially um any idea why it's placed where it is in the liturgical calendar and why why in June or why uh what is it the Friday after the second Sunday of Pentecost? Yeah, that was a the request from uh uh from Jesus in the in the in in the gift of being able to to reveal that to us uh the connection with the with the fire and the purification of uh of Pentecost and it's the it's the origin of our of what we understand now to be our our Friday devotions and uh and 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 fasting and uh and and those sorts of things which we so often associate with uh with 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 Fridays. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh June is typically a month dedicated to the Sacred Heart. Is it simply because that's where the that that's where the solemnity falls, and uh, and that's that therefore we've given the whole month over to the Sacred Heart, and uh, yeah. Well, I'll let you answer that one, and then I've got a follow up for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It 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 almost always. I, I think calendar wise, it should always fit in the in in the month of June, and uh, we we use it as an opportunity to. Uh, to, to emphasize the, the the merciful heart of of Jesus within the within the Sacred Heart, uh, tied to the tied to the liturgical calendar. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, which uh, as as I'm reflecting on it, probably uh, the burning heart of Jesus has has burnt its way into much of the country as we've been experiencing rather warm weather around the country these days. But uh, yes, so, record uh, record highs here. Yeah, appropriately yeah. placed. Yeah, yes. in that in yeah. that in that degree, yes. if I may say so. Yeah. Um, well, my follow up question for you, Father, was, uh, you know, oftentimes with with celebrations, we we focus in on one day, which is good. We do that in our liturgical calendars. We do it in secular calendars as well. Um, uh, but oftentimes in our liturgical calendar, there is a longer stretch of time. And uh, I think sometimes it's it's easy to celebrate or to honor something for a day. That's relatively straightforward and easy. We can have special meals. We can invite people over. We can exchange gifts, whatever it might happen to be. I'm wondering if you have suggestions on how people can honor the sacred heart of Jesus throughout the month of June. Yeah, that's a wonderful, wonderful question. I think the uh, the beauty of the of the litany of of the Sacred Heart is uh, is is a wonderful way. Uh, it's a relatively it's a relatively brief um, uh, litany, and to to do that devotionally uh, on a daily basis during the month of June would be an outstanding uh, way to uh, to to meditate on those uh, on those truths. I think that also. Um, you know our our own our own meditation on on the lord's passion uh and its uh and its consequences of of mercy and forgiveness is is always a a, a good way to uh remind ourselves of the enduring power of of jesus mercy and i think you're i think you're right we have this tendency to um uh to to be able to sort of get get it ready for for one day and then uh and then um have this tendency to 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 set it aside but if we if we hold on to it for for a period of time we give it more time to 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 settle and become uh, a permanent reality within our soul and not just uh not just something that we're reminding of our, ourselves of on 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 one day but we're making it a permanent part of our heart and soul uh mm-hmm. to appreciate and to receive the the mercy that Jesus wants us to have right right wonderful well father i think we will go into our first break but let me first ask the listeners once again do you have a devotion to the sacred heart what difference has the sacred heart made in your own life of faith give us a call share the, your story share your testimony with all those who are listening 888-914-9149 again 888-914-9149 we'll be back after this with more about the sacred heart with father tom wilson stay with us Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life Spiritual Directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And we are back here on The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. My name is Patrick Conley, in for Josh Raymond today as we're speaking with Father Tom Wilson 
from All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. And we're talking about today's celebration of the Solemnity of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus. Father, I'm pleased to say that over the break we had a number of phone calls come in, so let's go to the phones. Anthony is calling in from Farmington, New Mexico. Anthony, welcome to The Inner Life. Hello. How are you doing today? I am well, thank you. Yeah, well, um, I wanted to, uh, I'm calling in from Farmington, New Mexico, and um, I was listening to your guys' broadcast while I was driving, and um, you guys were speaking about the Sacred Heart, and I, I, my parish here, I'm Catholic in Farmington, and my parish here is actually called Sacred Heart, and so uh, I don't know what drew me to call you guys, God, but I just, I just wanted to thank you and Thank you for what your show. I like to listen to your guys' show a lot. It's very inspirational, and honestly, it brought me a lot closer with God in this past year, and my relationship with Him grew. And so, that's that's what the Sacred Heart symbol. That's what I uh, perceive the Sacred Heart symbol as. Mm. My love, flourishing for God, growing. Sorry. Uh, you know, uh, that's thank you, Anthony, for sharing that. That's uh, that's a, a, a beautiful uh, uh, testimony, and uh, Anthony brings up a very important point about 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 the Sacred Heart. Obviously, it's about um, it's about the Lord's uh, infinite love for us, His infinite merciful love for us. Uh, but it's also it's also the invitation as that heart comes out to us for us to love Him in in return and. You know, as we as we receive that love, we are able to also give and to and to share that love. And um, Anthony, I'll I'll maybe put you on the spot in front of a national audience and ask you a quick question here. Um, as you have um, noticed uh, in your reception of of the love of Jesus and and your increasing love for Him, uh, has that shown in other parts of your life in loving other people? Are you able to love them? Um, uh, more naturally, more more easily than maybe you were before. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a way, I in a sense, yeah. Like for me, it, it helps me like perceive people in like their own way, like where they're coming from, and like like you don't like how I was always brought up is well, like <laughs> not technically what would Jesus do in the situation, but you don't want to you want to try to do your best to tread along his lines like his way and like whether it's turning the other cheek or it's love thy neighbor and you or respect thy mother and father and just just like i it does help me a lot i'm it does help me a lot um bread like gives me love and it gives me like rejoice like when i can meet people and and get like um have these like amazing conversations like about god and to me, it brings me closer, and, that, and it makes me feel happier, and it makes me want love. So, yeah, mm-hmm. to answer your question, I, I do. I've I felt certain situations and, like, conversations like this that just made, like, make me love <laughs> love God more, you know, and bring me closer to Him. Yeah, that's no, no, that's that's terrific, Anthony. Thanks for thanks for sharing that uh, that that reflection, and and obviously the. Um, uh, what what the Lord gives us as a, as a gift is always meant to be shared, and that starts with His love. And um, the the more we 
the more we appreciate the the merciful love of of Jesus, the the more we are uh, able to to share it with others. So, uh, thanks for your testimony. Thank you for listening. And thanks for calling. Yes, thank you, yeah. Anthony. We appreciate your call so very much, and we appreciate you listening to the Inner Life. Make sure and give some of the other great shows here on Relevant Radio a listen and. I don't know, especially maybe that family rosary across America, 7 p.m. Central every day is there, and that's another life-changing program that you can listen to. All right, well, very good. Anthony, thank you so much for calling, and uh, thank you for the great testimony. We're going to go from Anthony in Farmington, New Mexico, to James, who's calling in from Newark, California. James, welcome to The Inner Life. Oh, good morning. morning. Uh, Say, I just wanted to say a few words that... um... When I was a young man, I used to go to uh, Holy Communion and Mass every morning before I went to school. Uh, that led me then to uh, uh, seek my vocation in life, and I went to the Capuchins and joined them for about two and a half years and decided God didn't want me there. So now I'm married with a family and everything, but my devotion began in my home by my putting up the, uh, the pictures of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary. And uh, after that, uh, we found the barrier movement of priests. And in that, it's obvious that the mercy of God comes through the hands of his mother. And uh, the heart of Jesus and Mary are basically one. And so that's the best devotion I think any Catholic could take on. And then in the barrier movement of priests, Our Lady asks the laity to support the priest in every possible way they can. And then also to make the door open to her to come into that home and become the mother in that home. And she will take care of us spiritually and materially and bring us to her son and to eventual salvation. So that's been my experience with the heart of Jesus. And then the other thing, of course, is the greatest gift, I think, possibly that God has given to us is the divine mercy. Because he's saying that, you know, all your sins are going to be forgiven, even the punishment due to them, if you trust in me. And the essential part of his message is he needs us to trust him, no matter what the situation is, because it's the trust that brings about the relationship of Christ and the sinner till they become, what is it he said in the gospel, I no longer call you slaves. I call you friends. So that's my comment. Wonderful. Thank you, James, for uh, for that uh, that insight and uh, sharing, uh, especially the 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 truth of the of the oneness between the the hearts of of Jesus and Mary. Um, uh, I've I've seen um, oftentimes uh, juxtaposed pictures of. Uh, the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the and, and the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and their their beautiful imagery in uh, displaying to us the the oneness of of the hearts as uh, uh, you know the oneness of of heart between a between a mother and son. Uh, that's uh, that's beautiful. I I like also your your insight into uh, the importance of the importance of trusting in. Uh, the the mercy that that Jesus desires us to have and and I think that um, you know when we when we kind of go deep into consciences and, uh, and and things like that and 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 recognize frankly our own our own weakness and the and the frustrations that are uh, 
that our sins uh, will, will cause internally. Um, going back to that foundational place of simply trusting that uh, that God wants to forgive us, that he wants to be merciful to us, is just um, absolutely essential to, to living a uh, a, a faithful and, and, and Christian life, and I think we can we can all see, um, I think, quite easily what kind of kind of what happens if um, uh, if we fail to if we fail to trust. One of two things happens. One is that we we uh, we we just get so afraid um, that that we're not going to be forgiven, and and um, that happens at times to to people that they become so worried about their own sins that they forget that Jesus loves them and actually wants to forgive them uh but unfortunately also on the on the on the flip side of that extreme is is people stop caring you know they stop caring about sin they stop uh they they begin to forget that Jesus uh that Jesus loves them and and uh you know the spiritual and moral life can can go off the rails very very quickly uh with a with an extreme attitude like that but the you know the the happy and truthful medium in those in those two unfortunate extremes is mercy it's the mercy that Jesus uh desires to to show us in the sacrament of reconciliation it's the mercy that Jesus shows us in the imagery of the sacred heart it's the mercy that Jesus uh invites and calls us to um as uh the mission of of, of the church uh but for that mercy to happen we actually have to trust in it we've got to believe in it you know it can be a word that we use but if we don't believe in it and trust in it and 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 receive it um it's not going to be spread so uh thank you very much uh, james for your uh for your insight and uh following the vocation that that god gave you yes thank you james we appreciate your call thank you for the insight that you did give us and if you have insight to give us especially on how it relates to how your experience of the sacred heart has made a difference in your life give us a call 888-914-9149 888-914-9149 let's go from well we started with uh, anthony in new mexico and now we have james in california let's go to sue who's calling in from cashton wisconsin sue welcome to the inner life thank you um I'm just calling because we consecrated our family to the Sacred Heart uh, probably 20 years ago now. Um, And uh, we've had lots of ups and downs in our lives, um, just lots of different things. But the one constant thing that we prayed every night before we go to bed is this um, Sacred Heart prayer. And I was just wondering if I could pray that real quickly. It's not that long. It takes about a minute. Okay. Here's how it goes. Dear Sacred Heart of Jesus, we renew our pledge of love and loyalty to you. Keep us always close to your loving heart and the pure heart of your mother. May we love one another more and more each day, forgiving each other's faults as you forgive our sins. Teach us how to see you and those we meet outside our home. Please help us keep our love for you always strong by frequent Mass and Communion. Thank you, dear Jesus, King and friend of our family, for all the blessings of the day. Protect us during this night and help us all to get to heaven. Amen. It just kind of wraps everything up. You know, it's it's the prayer. It's like the last thing we say before we go to bed, and it's just yeah. there's just peace in that prayer. That's all I wanted to say. 
No, no, thank you. And you know what? I think that um, uh, particularly in the context of your doing the consecration uh, to to the Sacred Heart for your family, um, that that beautiful prayer that goes that goes with that is is a reminder that that consecration didn't just happen once twenty years ago. It gets renewed every day by your prayers. It also seems to be a a, a recitation of what every parent wants for their children to stay close to the Lord, to um, to to receive the sacraments, and to. Uh, live uh, faithfully and, and loyally um, uh, for for Jesus, and um, you know those things don't happen by by accident. They happen by grace, and they happen by uh, by perseverance, and they happen by by teaching and 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 by example. And your willingness to entrust your family to the sacred and merciful heart of Jesus um, is the foundation for that. So thanks for that. Thanks for that testimony and and. Uh, putting the idea out for all of our listeners. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And for the beautiful prayer, too, Sue. Thank you for that and for praying that along with us and for us. Wonderful. Sue, calling in from Wisconsin. Let's uh, go just a bit south to John, who's calling in from Chicago. John, welcome to The Inner Life. Hi. Thank you very much. Uh, I I traveled a lot with my business, and when I was in France, I went to where uh, the apparitions took place. And in the church, below the church, in the lower level in the crypt, there was another church and like an altar and a beautiful mosaic on the wall. And the thing that struck me in the corner of that mosaic was an image of St. Margaret Mary, small. And on the mosaic, it showed our Lord with his arms wide open, leaning down towards her, coming at her. And I thought, what is wrong with this picture? Uh, we, like Margaret Mary, should be chasing him, in a sense, humanity, to show our love to him. But it was the reverse. He's coming after us to show his love for us. So humans should be giving their love to God, but it was the reverse, in a sense, that God was coming after us to show how much he loved us. And uh, the second thing was that, can you hear me okay? Yep, just fine. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, my mother came from Ireland, and she taught us these devotions, and uh, she made them nine first Fridays. And I thought, oh, my goodness, how could I ever do that? I'm, could I remember anything for nine days in a row, uh, let alone nine months? But I did it quietly, thinking, I, I'm not going to be able to do this. But... It was so easy to do. You know, I just checked something on the calendar and I did it. Uh, and after I did it, I, I mentioned it to her and I said, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was. And because it was so easy, I never missed the nine first Fridays now in 50 years. In the end, he's the only one that matters. And it's a great way to start a month. I, I can't think of anything that would have been a greater benefit to anybody. I know it's been a, a fabulous benefit to me. Thanks, John. Uh, great, uh, great insight. And um, fifty years of First Fridays—that is a—that's a model of perseverance. I have to—I have to tell you. And and uh, your your explanation of of why we do it, because I think sometimes in the in in the devotional life, it can probably come off to some people looking at it as a 
uh, as a superstitious act, as us kind of manipulating God. But you're exactly right. Our our recitation of the of the devotion uh, is a reminder to us of what God uh, of what God does for us and uh, keeps us locked in on uh, our own vocational calls to 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 holiness and. Um, puts us in that place of, of trusting in the uh in the gifts that the that the Lord has for us, starting with his starting with his own mercy. And uh I don't I, I was in that same church once, John. I don't I don't remember that picture, but if I ever happen to get to Paris I'm gonna look for it because I think that image of of Jesus coming towards Margaret Mary is a just a, a, a magnificent picture of, of grace and you know, God bless artists who can who can uh, share with us in a in, in a picture what words might not ever be able to um, fully uh, and capably express. But 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 it's it's exactly right. While we should be chasing God, we don't always. Uh, but God is always chasing us with His love, and um, that's a that's a that's a beautiful thing to remind us all of. So uh, thank you very much for your your witness and your testimony, John. A great representation, too, if I may say so, of uh, God proving his love for us and that while we were still in our sin, that's when Christ died for us. So, John, yes, thank you. Thank you for your call. Thank you for uh, tuning into The Inner Life. Let's go from John in Chicago over to Diane, who's listening in Providence, Rhode Island. Diane, welcome to The Inner Life. Hi, thank you. I was wondering what we should do with what we think might be an internment already, um, an internment already. Um, I'm the fourth generation that lives in my house, and I was always told, don't touch it, don't move it. So I think that that um, um, it, it's already been um, enthroned, but it's covered over with a, a, a cross and flowers, and it's getting dusty. Um, what do I do in that situation? Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I quite understood, Diane. What the is it? Is it? Is it a? Is it an image or a or a picture yes. or something that's just been there for a long time? Or I, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. I quite understand what. Yes, it is. It it is a um uh, um a an image um on a wall. Okay. And um it has been there probably 40 50 years. Okay. Uh has it always been has it always been yours or or was this previous owners? Is it always is this house always been in your family or something? It's my husband's family. His great-grandparents lived here. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I I think that um that's a that's a good question about just generally what we you know what we do with um, with blessed objects and 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 things like that and uh, you know I think that you, I don't think that you're obligated to keep it there. Um, I think that uh, you know should you choose to should you choose to remove it, um, you know you would want to make sure you take proper care of of, of the image and dispose of it properly if it's still. Uh, you know, if it needs to be disposed of, which would be, um, you know, either either burning or or burying it so that it doesn't, uh, you know, wouldn't get into hands where it could be misused or something like that. Um, and sometimes, um, uh, you know, I mean, things wear out. 
physical things sometimes wear out, and if it's worn out, uh, you you certainly could go get a a, a different image or, or or something like that to to remind yourself of the of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Um, I know that uh, uh, the probably the seminal work on devotion to the Sacred Heart is was written by one of our colleagues here at Relevant Radio, Father Father Jim Kabicki. And and one of the things he actually talks about is the is the various images of the of the Sacred Heart and sometimes sometimes those images are very attractive to people, sometimes they're they're not and that's that doesn't have anything to do with the Sacred Heart. It has to do with our, our own taste in art and, and, and that sort of thing. But um if the if the image is getting if the image is getting worn out and, and such and needs to be disposed of, you can you can do that properly and a priest can help you do that or, or or whatever, but um, I do think having some type of imagery of of, of Jesus in the uh, uh, in the Sacred Heart or, or otherwise in in our homes is um, is really critical for us to to, to remind us of of uh, Jesus' presence in our lives too. Yeah. Well, Diane, thank you for your call. I hope that was helpful to you. We need to take a break as we're uh, just nearing on the. Well, 15 minutes remaining, Mark, in the show. So uh, let's go to break. But when we come back, more about the Sacred Heart of Jesus with Father Tom Wilson. We'll be right back. Catholic Order of Foresters is proud to sponsor the Relevant Radio Studio Line. For information about employment opportunities and flexible premium life insurance plans, visit RelevantRadio.com Forester. If you missed part of the program, you can listen to this show and any of your favorites on the Relevant Radio app or online at RelevantRadio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio. My name is Patrick Conley. In for Josh Raymond today, my thanks to producer Jim Schaefer and on the phones Patrick Alog. And our spiritual director, Father Tom Wilson from All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, as we are talking about the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Father, uh, there have been a lot of calls that have continued to come in, so I'm going to suggest we go right back to the phones and hear from Yolanda, who's calling in from South Florida. Yolanda, welcome to The Inner Life. Thank you. Good afternoon. Um, My husband and I were Jehovah's Witnesses for over 20 years. I'm I'm sorry, I have Parkinson's, so I... Holding the phone, it's not easy. And uh, no problem. we came back when we came back to the church one day. We decided to come back home to the Catholic Church, and we were in the church just my husband and I. And we were praying. We got down on our knees. Of course, we were going through the brainwashing, so it was very hard to walk into a church. But we were praying for our children to come to, to also come back, come to the church because we raised our children as witnesses. All I know is when I left the church, I remember I told my husband, I heard, I heard in my heart these words. This is about the heart. And I never understood what that meant. But it's through the years I've come to realize my husband and I are now um, secular, carmelized. Over, well, I've been for over 10 years. My children are all in the church. And I have his picture of the Sacred Heart, a big picture in my living room. When I put it up, I always say, Lord, you are king. You are the Lord. And what I've come to realize through the Sacred Heart is His tenderness, His kindness, His sweetness. And He's so beautiful. It's a wonderful devotion. 
loves us. So I also I love to say the prayer. Say, most sacred heart of Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make my heart like unto thine. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much, Yolanda, for that uh, for that beautiful sharing and reminding us that the exposing of Jesus' heart is uh, is tender, kind, and I I wrote down the word sweet, and that uh, that that you said, and that's um, uh, that's just a beautiful, beautiful testimony. Um, again, I think that. Um, you know, when 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 I've dealt with people in in their conversion or reversion experiences, um, oftentimes uh, they have um, uh, they have to overcome uh, a, an image of an image of God of being somewhat wrathful and and, and vengeful and uh, and things like that, and in order to uh, in order to to really fully experience that that, that conversion. And, and recognize the the tenderness, the kindness, and the and the mercy uh, that that Jesus has, and Jesus wants us to uh, wants us to experience. And so, um, obviously, that was something that that He wanted to communicate to you in that uh, in that in that moment of grace uh, within that within that church that He. Um, says it is about the heart, and and it's it's absolutely true. This is this is about the this is about the heart. Jesus, um, when Jesus has our hearts, he he'll get everything else too. So uh, thank you very much, Yolanda, for that uh, testimony um, uh, about you and your family. Yes, Yolanda, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, yeah, it's such a powerful message and. I don't know. Maybe we can just end the show right now, huh, Father. <laughs> I think that was a a great testimony to the yeah. transformative power of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and how, uh, yeah, if we but let Him, He's going to remake us and the world around us. So, uh, so good. Thank you, Yolanda. Thank you for calling in. Well, I can uh, certainly say that the Sacred Heart has had a tremendous amount of positive influence in my own life. I was I started out talking a little bit about the statue in the Cathedral of St. Paul, that there are so many great things that, uh, that has, have seen there. And one of the things I can say is that I was showing a young man who uh, had just wandered into the church, uh, and he had tears in his eyes as he was looking around this beautiful church that draws many, many people, uh, Christian and non-Christian, Catholic and non-Catholic alike, into witnessing the power of God uh, just right there, uh, just made so manifest in their, in, his, in their presence as they come in. And this young man uh, was wandering around, and, and something within me stirred and said, uh, go speak with him. So I went to speak with him, and and uh, he had just broken up with his girlfriend, and uh, there was some major pain going on in his heart. I could see that, and I, I asked him what drew him here, and he said, I don't know. I'm not even Catholic, and I'm, I'm here. I, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. And so I said, well, let me, uh, let me show you around just a little bit. And, and I walked around the, the inner part of the church, the nave with him, showing him uh, just some of the, the comments about how everything is set up to remind us of Jesus' enduring presence with us, his great love, his great mercy. And when I neared the statue of the Sacred Heart, I could see him stop, turn, and look at that statue 
There was something about it that grabbed him. He could not tear his attention away from that statue. And thankfully, uh, although I can be rather thick-headed sometimes when it comes to that sort of thing, uh, I was able to uh, step back and say, you are more than welcome to spend some time right here in prayer. And so he knelt down and he uh, he was there for I don't know how long. Um, I I left him there, and uh, after a few moments when it was clear he was going to spend a good long time there with the Sacred Heart, I I decided to leave him and the Sacred Heart because knowing that the Sacred Heart can do so much infinitely more than I ever can. Father Tom Wilson has been our spiritual director today uh, here in uh, here in the inner life as we've been talking about the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And uh, Father, just... Uh, before we before we ask for your final blessing, we got just just a couple minutes. Anything that you would recommend to our listeners here uh, as they are continuing to celebrate the Sacred Heart? Anything? Any last uh, recommendations for how they might do that well? Yeah, I think the um, uh, there are there are many different types of and, and um, options for devotion to the Sacred Heart. I I, I think the the litany to the Sacred Heart. Uh, is a is a beautiful thing. I think um, simply finding an image uh, and uh, praying uh, before the 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 image of the Sacred Heart is 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 always good. Uh, I think it is an opportunity, frankly, to um, allow Jesus in His mercy to uh, speak directly to your heart. I think oftentimes our um, and I think we've we've all had the experience in prayer of uh maybe doing a little too much talking and not uh not enough receiving from mm-hmm. from the lord and uh the 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 sacred heart and the uh the image of of jesus heart um uh popping out toward us is a uh is a is a tremendous uh way to allow jesus to 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 speak to us uh about um what has been testified to so many times in the in the last hour by our callers the uh the, the great and beautiful um merciful love that uh that he wants to share with us as individuals and uh and with the world and um you know let's not let's not forget patrick we've got a we've got a world that um uh, so often we we turn around and it, and it looks like it's absent of of love and it can be frustrating and and, and difficult. Uh, but Jesus' merciful heart is continuing to, uh, as one of our callers said, um, chase us and uh, let him catch us in our in Absolutely. our devotions and our prayers. And Father, can we have your blessing, please? Absolutely. Gracious and provident Father, we are grateful for your many blessings, especially the gift of your merciful Son, Jesus. Help us to always appreciate and live within his, his merciful heart and share that with others. And I uh, send God's blessing down uh, upon you, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Tom Wilson has been our spiritual director talking about the sacred heart of Jesus. We are so grateful for your time, Father. Thank you for that. Stay tuned as we have the celebration of the Mass coming up, and tune in to The Inner Life again next week. Take care and God bless. If you're just tuning in now and you're in your car, 
you wondered, what on earth is going on here? It's just a bunch of crazy happy Catholics who get together in the evening. Pray the rosary? If you haven't experienced the family rosary across America yet, round up your family in front of the TV at 7 p.m. Central and stream the family rosary across America from Relevant Radio. I would like to pray for my aunt. I'd like mm-hmm. to pray for my nephew. I would like to pray for this little child that's been given limited days to live. Do you believe in miracles, Luke? Oh, yeah. So do I. And that's what we're going to pray for. Sounds like you come from a good family. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have five brothers and one sister. Holy smokes. Your parents must be saints. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Spend half an hour with Jesus, His Blessed Mother Mary, and families from coast to coast. The Family Rosary Across America with Father Rocky. 7 p.m. Central on Relevant Radio. Video stream on the Relevant Radio app and at RelevantRadio.com.